Welcome to Love and Madness. Yep. <laughs> um, let's see. It's been, I don't know, I think two weeks since we recorded because we were actually out of town last week. We went to visit some friends that we haven't seen in a year and a half because everybody is on quarantine. Yep. Over in Georgia. Yes. So we got to go see Ruth and Chip and they've been on, on the show before. So, so um, and brought Candace with us, who's also been on the show before. So they were all uh, Love and Madness alumni. Yes. <laughs> But that was good. It was good to get out of town and see everybody. And it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. And I drank a little too much, but that's okay. Yep. Um, we watched a movie. Oh, yeah. We watched The movie. Hunt. It's a bizarre movie. It was. I, I it was liked good. it. I yes. liked it. Yeah. And then, I I mean, I don't pay attention to the news anymore because it just depresses me. Yep. But apparently there was like a big to do over the commercials for this thing because it was making fun of the liberal and elite but really it was making fun of everybody so it's both. It's yeah actually, it's very much both but it, it takes a, a certain stance with uh people who tend to look down their noses at other people in the country yeah and it's nothing to do with the politics of those people it's just more like the education level that is assumed yeah it's it's a it's an interesting movie and it's worth seeing for anyone who has a, a political opinion at all yeah um, it's, it's but if you only feel like horror movies though because it's a horror movie where yeah there's they, definitely they start some gore. hunting people yeah there's definitely some gore but it's it like it's not like slasher film it's more like comedy gore yeah like uh, rubber yeah. explosions and stuff of yeah. people people explode so, and there's rubbery so if you can handle if is. you can handle the comedy gore then you'll be fine if yeah. if you can't handle the it was right at the edge gore. it was right at the edge of what I can handle yeah which is fine I guess still I guess still handle it but but yeah there there were some there were some funny lines in there yeah so um let's see oh they also announced this week that Dragon Con is officially on yeah yay we all kind of knew that was coming, but we're very, very happy about it. They're going to do, they're going to do live and a, a portion that's online too for those who are still scared to go out of their house. So it's uh, less than a hundred days until then. Yeah, it's that's, like ninety eight, ninety seven. That's really like that. cool. Yeah, Cause you have to get through the summer and you know very beginning yep. of spring or yep. fall, rather. Yeah, Jeez, Labor Day weekend. So woo. Yeah. Yep, I'm a little slower today than normal. It means I'm probably in a good place because I've been doing better this week. But today we're going to talk about cults, so I'll probably get fired up. Well, I mean... We're talking I, about a cult. I, oh, yeah, I mean, you know, that's like one of our favorite topics. Yeah. Besides our ex-spouses. But yeah. <laughs> they all have Which something very in common. Much, they're very much like uh, cult relationships. <laughs> yeah. If we, didn't, yeah. if we didn't agree a with bit. everything they said, we were awful. But the reason we're talking about this, I just finished the book called Don't Call It a Cult. It's the shocking story of Keith Raniere and the woman of Nexium, Sarah Berman, because I'm like obsessed with this Nexium story. And This I, is the one. Just make sure to give him a little background. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, these are the, this is the asshole that had a secret society in his self-help empire that um, they ended up being branded. Women. Women. Yeah, he yeah, had a lot women. of women in his self-help group. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, he's in jail now. Yay! Yeah. But uh, yeah, I I read the book. I mean, I've I've seen like every documentary <laughs> on this cult ever, and I I I think part of it it my obsession is that it's like my ex husband's named Keith. He actually looks quite a bit like my ex husband, and and 
and instead of like like in most cult cases they target the people who are on the edges of society yeah and this this particular cult they actually targeted <coughs> successful people for the money really right but, they targeted people yeah. who were capable of professional level and were whatever yeah, you know yeah. Uh, so. yeah, they wanted capable cult members. Uh-huh. Which I so. suppose is always good, because you can have them, like, farm your beans for you and half your rice, and, <laughs> and you just, you, you can keep the cult going really well that way. Well, I mean, uh, like, his his first girlfriend before the the cult, or one of his girlfriends, and I won't say it was his first, um, was a very successful financial planner. I mean, she was a millionaire, and then she had to help him with his finances. Oh, yeah, yeah, and they got in trouble. Because before Nexium, he, he ran this multi-level marketing scheme that was really a Ponzi scheme called a Consumer's Byline. Oh. And, um, yeah, he got in trouble for that. Didn't do any jail time there, but they had to shut that down, and he had to pay some fines. And, uh, yeah, she was involved in that. And she was involved in the beginning of Nexium, but then she kind of stepped out because it was getting too weird. Uh-huh. And it, I mean, it was—he he was uh, very narcissistic, and he had women performing sexual favors for him all the time. Oh yeah, well, and I will tell you, it's like having, like, and I've listened to podcasts on this. I've listened, I, I've I've like seen every documentary on it. Um, you know, there, there's the Vow on HBO. There's Seduced on um, on um, what is it? Stars or Showtime? One of those. One of those. I think Stars. Um, um, which are, they're good, and but it, it's really focused on those individuals' particular stories. And the book uh, that I just referenced <clears throat> actually covers what came out in the court case. And... There was a lot of stuff that I had heard a little bit about, but I, I thought I was like, going to read this book, but then you ascribed so much to me, not not in full gory detail or yeah. anything, but you told me enough that I know I couldn't read the book. Yeah, I mean, I had to put it down a couple times because I was getting so disturbed and angry at some of the shit he did, and and just total bold. Egotist. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, there's there, there's the case of Daniello, which is the one I told yeah, you about. Yeah, go, go ahead and tell that story. I didn't okay. Mean to now Daniello is not a real name, but that's the name they used in court because they to protect the innocent, you know, so to speak. But she was her. She is the middle of three sisters of, from a family in Mexico, and I, I guess their family was fairly well off. She was brilliant. Actually, was in high school. And had just won a scholarship to go overseas to study for like her sophomore year of high school. Yeah. And her parents had gotten into, were big into self-help and had just gotten into Nexium and took them all. And um, the, not not Keith specifically, but his people convinced her to go to Albany. And then they convinced her to stay. And the whole family ended up moving from Mexico up and, up to Albany. Yeah. And then I had a house right next door to Ranieri. And she, so she ended up dropping out of high school. When she had a scholarship to go to Europe. Yeah. 
You said Italy or something. She was going to. I I I don't remember. She's going to go Italy, France. It was it was a big deal. She was going to go to Europe yeah. for I really, think, really the rest smart. of high school yeah. and and probably have a really good start to her life. Instead, they hooked her up with the IT person and taught her how to hack people essentially, and um, she learned how to send out phishing emails and stuff like that, so she could embed keylogger programs on you know the enemies of Nexium. Yeah. Including um, uh, the uh, Edgar Bro- Brogman. Bro- Bro- what's it? Brockman? Bro- okay, hold oh, on. Okay. I can. I want to make sure I pronounce it right. But his. Uh, he's the, the Seagram's heir. Oh. The, the head of this. So, you know, multi, multi millionaire or billionaire even. And um, and his daughter, his two youngest <coughs> daughters, Claire and Sarah, became uh, integral to Nexium and actually financed a lot of the crap he pulled. Yeah. Yeah. And when they came down with the indictments, Claire got it. Claire ended up going to jail. So. The daughter Claire went to jail. Yeah. The, the yeah. Bron Bronfman's. It's B R O N F A M A N. Okay. Bronfman. Okay. Um, but yeah, she yeah, they actually hacked his email, <laughs> which is kind yeah. of amazing, but um, with with Claire's help. Um, yeah. Uh, so so that's what she did for several years, and he was her mentor and her guide, and you know of course she was a teenager at the time. He essentially groomed her to convince her that she he got to the point where in a conversation he got her to ask him to have sex with her as soon as she turned 18 he convinced her and manipulated her into asking him for sex yes yeah i made a joke the other day that like i want to learn how to do that so you'll you'll have sex with me and stuff because like you would never have sex but that's that is a very dark thing to do and it's not true it's not true. <laughs> we, we do have sex. But I'm saying though, in general, what he did was a very dark thing to mm-hmm. do. Though, mm-hmm. is is manipulative. Pure yeah. manipulation. Yeah. This guy. And then the and then this 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 poor girl. So so that happens, and he he, he even that that first night he fucks with her. You know. First it, night. What do you mean? Well, like a date when, or the first night she. Well, okay. He was supposed to come visit her on her birthday, and then he of course waits three days. Oh. You know. And just to fuck with her head, right? And and he, I I don't. It's what's the so what's gross. the value of him doing that for three days just to basically just, prove his power or something? Yeah, yeah. Well, then then he he gaslights her. What what he does is he he stimulates some stuff, and but he doesn't ever what, like, ever like mentally he he may... well. I mean, she gets naked. Oh, that. He does, yeah, it, but he doesn't actually have sex with her that night, and then she, and she's like, "What the hell was that?" And he's like, "We had sex," and and she's, and she's like, "No, we didn't. I know what it is. We didn't do it." And and he's like, "Oh, you're blocking. You you clearly have you know just fucking with her head. Wow. You know, gaslighting her. And I mean, do, they do eventually. So have he claimed sex. he did something weird to her head, and then convinced her that they had sex. Or yeah, that... just to 
just to see. I th- probably just to see if he could, for shits and giggles, to see what if he could he, get away with. Yeah, and um, so over the years, and granted, he was also sleeping with you know like eleven or twelve other women at the same time, right? And she, being a young girl, thought it was an exclusive rela- or it was going to be an exclusive relationship. Yeah. Of course, it wasn't. And and this over time, she at one point she didn't she, even like him overall. No, 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 she didn't. Not like that. She still thought of him as a mentor and her best friend and all that, but she just net the sexual thing never did it for her. Wow. And um, what but, I'm saying is like this guy has balls. Oh yeah. Miles and and she she eventually she gets pregnant and and they essentially one of her his other girlfriends takes her to the abortion clinic and tells her exactly what to say to the doctor so they won't ask any questions. Oh yeah, she, she finds out over abortion. the years that not only was he sleeping with her, he was sleeping with both of her sisters, the older one and the younger one, and the younger one younger that, than eighteen. Yeah. Yeah, she. That's why he got convicted of uh, child pornography and all that. Is because he had naked pictures of this girl's fifteen-year-old sister. Oh my god! Yeah, it got all three of them pregnant. All three of them had abortions. It was the same girlfriend that went and took all three of them. He had a girlfriend that was a fixer of abortion right. for abortions. These are the worst kind of women. Oh, and, and yeah. Uh, but as the years progressed, she basically became like he would come to her for blowjobs and that would be it. And at some point, you know, she found herself attracted to another guy in the Nexium group and actually kissed him and made out with him. And Keith just throws this big hissy fit, locks himself in the bathroom and plays like, oh, you've hurt me so badly. And and it's like yeah. your purity is gone, and it's like how dare you do that to me, and blah 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 blah, and she's like, what the fuck, dude? You've got like right. twelve other girlfriends. Right. Why why aren't you happy for me that I've made this connection with somebody else? And he just he can't deal with it, and she's she's she keeps seeing the guy, and and they keep punishing her and punishing her until it gets to the point. And granted. Like, her family and most of the rest of Nexium does not know why she's being punished. Uh-huh. Because that, that was the one thing that... Uh, one, of, one of the things that Keith was really good at was keeping silos with all the different people he was manipulating. Yeah. Like, they wouldn't talk to each other. Because he could have been exposed a long time ago if people had actually talked to each other. You know? Um, but eventually, they keep... He convinces her parents... And Lauren Salzman to keep her captive in a, a bare room with like a mattress and she gets like a piece of paper, she gets some paper and a pen for almost two years. Yeah. She's stuck in this room. She's only allowed to leave to go to the bathroom and that's it. <laughs> and um, she eventually, uh, she, she gets to the point where she's. Uh, about ready to commit suicide she's like started collecting like drain cleaner and stuff like that from the bathroom because she's going to make herself a cocktail and she's going to kill herself and she um the one one thing she could do in her little room was you know peek out the window and there was like a nest of birds out there and a cardinal a blue jay or something no it was a cardinal cardinal it was a cardinal that 
she had seen them, you know, raise their babies and all that. And it's like she's about to kill herself. And seeing the bird made her decide she really wanted to live. And she... And what was interesting is, like, they didn't have armed guards on her or anything. It was all mental, you know? Yeah. Um, so her the, her family is gone. And they've all agreed and are going along with keeping her captive in this room because she needs to apologize to Keith for her egregious transaction. Transgression. Transgression, yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually not drunk. I just can't talk. But, <laughs> um... <laughs> but, yeah, she she leaves the room... Finally, and um, gets on her email and sees that the guy who she hasn't seen in two year two years had sent her like a happy birthday email, which she never got or responded to. Yeah. And, and 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 then she's like, "Fuck it, I can't do this anymore." And she walks out the door, front door, and goes over to where Keith and his cronies are playing volleyball. Such brazen cult, you know. Yeah. And, and she, you know, she just, she walks in there. Oh, 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 before, while she's in captivity as a protest, she cuts her hair. Cause Keith likes his, likes all his women to have really long hair and be super, super, super skinny. So he puts them on these like 500 calorie a day diets. Jesus. Yeah. And, um, but so in protest one night she cut her hair and he flipped the fuck out over there. You know, right. like she, he has any right to say what her hair looks like. This guy thinks he has all sorts of rights he doesn't have. That's but, his whole problem is he thinks he has all these extra rights. Yeah, so uh, anyway, so yeah, she goes and she just walks into the, the vo- where they're doing the volleyball stuff and, and there's all these people there and they're like, holy fuck, where have you been, you know? Yeah. Because, you know, nobody knew, most people didn't know what was happening. Did she make her. a scene at that point or is she? She tried, she thing. tried to go confront Keith and what Keith did was run and hide. Yeah. He ran and hid and and some of the, like his fixers gathered her up and they ended up uh taking her to ending up her father and Lauren Salzman. Lauren Salzman during her captivity was the only one allowed to go talk to her. And uh Lauren when she got on the stand she said that is the worst thing she's ever done is treating this girl this way. Um of yeah. all the thing, all the criminal things she did, that was the worst. And right. she pled guilty. Well, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, they they drove her all the way from Albany to Laredo, Texas, and dropped her off at the Mexico border with uh, a back a bag with some clothes, a pair of gold earrings that were her grandmother's, and fifty bucks. Yeah. No papers, no birth certificate, nothing, and told her told her good luck. Now the good news is that. You know, Danielle told the story in court and that she, when she got over to Mexico, she actually was able to get herself a job in a computer store and from there was able to hire a lawyer lawyer to get her birth certificate yeah. back and all that. Yeah. And she now, uh, like, runs a company with, like, 250 employees. She's doing great. Right. But he never broke her. He was trying to break her. Like, and she's just the one complete- who was 18 when he met her? It, not when like, they met. He started grooming her when she was, I don't know, when she was a sophomore. So that would but be even so, she was 14 very, or 15. Yeah, because I heard that he's, he's, he, did, he did that with underage girls and everything. Yeah. But uh, the, the point I'm making is that she was very young when she met him, and she came out of this thing running a 250-person company in Mexico, of all places. Yeah, right? well, I mean, she the, this girl had a, a strength that just couldn't be broken. 
Right. And I mean, there were uh, there were plenty of other things he did to her too, but I mean, that's just kind of the highlights. And I was Horrible. like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Well, the whole family. He destroyed their family. He moved the whole family up there and then kept them apart from each other, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was just, ugh. Disgusting human being. Yep. I, uh, I'm glad he's got, what, 150 years, or is it? It's, it's 150 or 120. It's, I don't know. It's enough that he's, he's got gonna, over 100 he's years. Gonna, he's going to die in jail. Yes. So, and that's, that, good. that's a That's a good thing. So, what else happens to the book? Is ready. Hurry, <sighs> sorry, I'm yawning, but I'm, I'm mellow today. This is odd. I'm unusually mellow. And this isn't sad or anything. I'm just, I've had a good mellow week, and I'm not running off the walls like I normally do. Well, I'm um, bouncing off the walls. One of the, one of the other stories, and the, it was also a woman that used a, a false name. I think they she called herself Nicole in the, in the testimony was uh, okay. she was a, she was an actress who was friends with Allison Mack and was working in New York City, and, Allison, um, got her into DOS, and so she became Allison's slave. And oh yeah, the, he had a rule where if the woman had basically procured another person, they were the slave. Right? Is that it? Well, well, like, it, it's the it, it had hierarchies in there. Keith had like eight slaves that were directly under directly him. eight slaves. So I, I, I think it was eight. It was He's around doing pretty that. good for himself. So it, it was Allison Mack, Lauren Jeez. Salzman. Uh, Nikki Klein, um, I, I don't know who else, but, um, uh, where's this guy's ego come from? I, I don't fucking know. He's a creep. Dude, I mean, did, did he get like too much affection as a kid or, or too little or, or what the hell happened? <laughs> uh, I, I, re- I really don't know. I mean, there's, uh, one of his, his, uh, early girlfriends said that her, his dad had told her that he started lying to girls when he was a young teenager uh, and and he's like it it, w- it drove his dad nuts because he'd have you know five ten girls calling every night and he would say to every single one of them i love you you're the you're the only one for me you know blah 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 blah. you know telling a girl what they want to hear yeah and, and and part of his hold over lauren specifically but some of the other women was that they all really wanted to have kids and he kept dangling that over their oh, heads. Yeah. yeah. Um, that oh yeah, I'll, I'll, when you're ready to be a mother, then then you know I, you can have my baby. <laughs> oh, you can have his baby. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow, you too can have Keith Rainier's baby. Woo! God, how how long's the line? Well, there's a long enough line. There were twelve people there. So how many? How many women overall were affected by this thing? Um, Do you have any idea? They, they estimate it's anywhere between 100 and 150 women that were in the DOS And so that means that thing. was his personal funnel for, for, for sex. weird sex. Yeah, for weird sex. Oh, what? yeah. they. I mean, they had, as part of the punishment, and I don't know that they used it all that much, but they were building a dungeon in one of their buildings. Yeah. That had, you know, like... For LARPing? Were they no, gonna, no. They were going to run around with foam no, swords? No, no, and... a sex dungeon oh. with, you know... And, and, you know, depending on the, the DOS branch, you know, some of them had already, some of the punishments were, you know, your master must, must, you must get naked and your master must spank you and you must videotape it and send it to Keith. You know, oh, yeah, you used things. to have them, like, take pictures. This is something I read about in articles a long time ago. He would have them take, like, a morning picture of themselves naked for basically blackmail purposes. Yeah. And oh, also, yeah, yeah. And he'd have them, like, retake the picture. He didn't like how it turned out. 
Yeah. And this is this is in a, a, yeah. a self help group. Well, allegedly. in order to join DOS, before you even know what it is, they require you to give collateral. The naming. The naming of this thing. You had to get collateral and pictures Either or something. Either pictures or you needed to... Something that could be blackmail yeah, material. Yeah, or you needed to like write letters trashing your family so, or, you know, as, as, it, as, it, as the collateral. And you had to do monthly collateral. So the longer you in, the more your life was in the control of this egomania. Right. And so like some of the women had turned over like the deeds to their house, their cars... Um, they had straight, letters straight. accusing their fathers of sexual abuse that never happened. They had all kinds of photos and videos of nasty shit. I mean, right. it was awful. They, uh, he, he strikes me as, as a very strange, like nerdy kid, uh, originally. Cause, uh, he has a, he has a group called DOS and right. then he, he has women hacking. He thinks he's a genius, uh, like beyond and he compare. calls himself Vanguard. And he calls himself Vanguard, which I think means he thinks he's like the Vanguard of Satan or something. Like well, I mean, that was one, uh, according to the book, that was and, one of his favorite video games back in the day. Yeah, but there's something else going on there because he's such a manipulator. He's insane. He thinks he's in charge of something evil, you know? Because he has his uh, his first in command, the woman was named Proctor, is what they called her. In yeah, the Nancy group. Nancy Salzman. Yeah, yeah. The, the title was Proctor, and his his title was Vanguard. But Vanguard of what? You know, you don't just. Well, I mean, he was... And he said it was based on a video game, but I think it's also... Well, I mean, he, he claimed sort of... he was the smartest man in the world, and he had this this bogus... Okay, it was technically a real IQ test, yeah. but he cheated on it. He had people help him uh, on an yeah. IQ test so he could get a high it IQ was, It was a self-administered score. IQ test, and it's like, I don't know, you'd fill it out, and you'd send it into this guy, and he'd score it for you, yeah. and it was pretty much thrown away later uh, but he actually did make the the Australian version of the uh, Guinness Book of World Rec- Records wow, the Australian for highest version. IQ one year and then Guinness took they took it out of there they just took that out wow. but um, I wish I had that copy because it'd be collector's item <laughs> I'd be so proud to have that on my shelf oh god what what I mean IQ tests are ridiculous in the first place well true they're they're generally about one sub one uh, way of thinking and I don't think they cover intelligence. I, I just don't think they do it. It's just like, how good are you at taking these kinds of tests? Yeah. It's all they're good at. This guy is just so full of, of shit in general. Yeah, it just awful. Absolutely awful. And I was just like, I mean, it's like I knew he was bad, but like reading through this book, I was like, oh my God, this 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 man is such a piece of shit. Yeah. Oh. I was gonna, like I said, I was gonna read it, but then he just kept telling me little bits like this, and I'm like, I can't read about this guy. Yeah, well, uh, the 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 one girl, Nicole, the actress. Uh, yeah, so, so she gets inducted into DOS, and Allison Mack is her master, and Allison is having her do essentially. She's working in New York City, and on her days off, she is taking a bus up to Albany, and staying with Allison, and then. It, Allison, one after after I don't know a while of doing this, Allison gives her directions that you need to go tell. Uh, Keith would like meet her in the middle of the night and walk with her and talk with her because that was you know he was real big into uh, neuro linguistic programming, and he had he had so a, in the middle of the night when she's tired he wanted to program her basically yeah essentially and and Allison directs her that you need to go out there and tell Keith <laughs> that you will do anything he says that you will 
Yeah. Oh. And the first night, she does it, but she doesn't mean it. And Keith calls her out on it. And she's like, no, I don't. And and so they send her back. And and Allison's like, you need to really mean it. And so the next night, she does it again. And he's like, cool. And he, he blindfolds her. Takes her in a car, brings her to some a cabin, I guess, she thinks, because she was blindfolded the whole time. Has her get naked, lay down on a table, and then somebody else performs oral sex on her while Keith talks to her and asks her about her sexual experiences. And I'm like, what the This fuck? is basically an S&M cult. It's like all about him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's totally about him. But, but it's an S&M cult or something. It's like it's... it's like why do why do people go to this for self improvement? Like I granted that was this, that was the one group, right? Everything yeah, else was yeah, yeah. Normal. I mean, none of the other next group got believe... that this ridiculous and awful. But his his whole thing was Nexium, and he did self help for men and women yeah. generally. But he he picked like the women he found attractive, and invited them to this DOS group. Well, he didn't invite them, and part of well, the... he got someone to invite them. Well, yeah, because what and part of what Lauren said on the sad stand and Alice and Max said on the stand was that they lied to the women and said it was a woman only group, and that Keith had nothing to do with it. Oh. And that and that it was for women empowerment and stuff like that. And so then they turn over the collateral and they get sucked in. Oh, and so they'd be like bribed into crazy stuff. Well, well, not bribed. Not uh, bribed. Blackmailed. Uh, blackmail. That's what. I yeah. Meant. And uh, and you know they they lied and said that you know Keith didn't know anything. Well, they lied to and like Sarah. This, this they 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 told her that they were going to get like a small tattoo that was. About the size of a quarter. Oh yeah, I was about and, to mention this part. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and instead they got you know like a two inch brand. Yeah, and and they lied and, and said they had his they, initials on them as a brand. Yeah, but they lied to him and said it, it was like to symbolize the four elements. Right, and, it's, it's a bunch of lines and it says K R on it. Like yeah, and I think Allison Mack is in there too. Yeah, it says like it, AM it, and K R. Yeah, if you look at it from one angle, it says K R, and if you look at it from another angle, it says A M. And I'm just like, oh my god! And that that was what broke Sarah. She's just like, and her husband. <laughs> when they, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. She was in DOS, and then she married a guy. Well, okay, Sarah. Sarah was Lauren. Uh, Sarah was okay. Really good friends with uh, Mark Vicente. Okay. And there's a guy who did the video, the yeah, the, the documentary. Yeah, right? and he did the doc. He did the documentary, and he he got in. He did the documentary. What do bleep do we know? Originally, that's a good one. Yeah, that was a good video. Yeah, that was him, and that was what got Nexium interested in him. What they did was they actually researched him before ever approaching him, so they knew what buttons buttons to push yeah. to get him in. Um, and Mark didn't find this out until much, much, well, until after it's he got out. It's definitely an occult thing. It's yeah. got to be because he's he's into these people who are into these weird ideas, mm-hmm. and and he uh, even though they don't have this weird uh, theology like Scientology does, there's something supernatural about this. Like he's definitely into mind control, hypnosis, and all this shit. Yes. And so he must think of himself as like an evil, evil uh, mastermind or something. He must, but. Um... Because everything he does is fully yeah. cognizant. There's no way you get that much complexity to his situation unless he had manipulated the whole damn yeah. thing. He got a psychologist who was into that neurolinguistic programming. Yeah, Nancy Salzman. And he used her to get to other people. Yeah. And somehow he convinced a, a, a therapist or psychologist to join him. 
Yep. And that is like the evil weapon that he used. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Um, and and uh, like it's insane, this guy. His girlfriend at the time was seeing Nancy for therapy, and and she found out later that Nancy and Keith had already met, and so Na- Nancy and Keith were both working on her to keep her compliant. Right. And she did eventually leave. Yeah, the other thing that he did to people who would leave is he'd essentially fair game them, just like Scientology does. Yeah. He'd go the after them. them. He'd go after them and try to ruin their life. Yeah. Um, spread false rumors about them, you know, whatever whatever he could do. Yeah. Just nasty, vindictive asshole. But Sarah, Mark Vicente was the one who got Sarah in. And then Sarah was the one who got uh, the Vancouver. Vancouver. Vancouver group in uh, and that includes Allison Mack and Nikki Klein. I feel um, I feel gross Christi- making any kind of joke that's even remotely sexual, but you said Vancouver. Yeah, I know. It sounds like a cougar group from Vancouver. <laughs> Vancouver's. But um but Sarah when she once she was branded and her husband found out they were appalled. And well I mean she she at the time was freaked out and she didn't want to do it, but you know it's it's a group think thing. You know, you get into that situation and you don't see any way out. And she's giving all this collateral. Right, and you have collateral. You have you're yeah. out of the country. You don't live in your own your own country. Yeah. You're talking about Daniela, right? So, oh uh, no, this one? this is Sarah. Oh, okay. I'm talking about Sarah. Well, he did so much that, that yeah. she she was a uh, past her visa, the, the the one from Mexico. Oh yeah, that's true. And and all these things, and so they have no power in the situation. And he's controlling everything about their life. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's evil, true yeah. evil. How well, do you how he, do you do that to another person? I, is what I don't I, know. I, I I don't know. <clears throat> he's he's so important to himself that he doesn't give a shit what he does to other people. Yeah. What what made him think he was so, even a decent being? Like a de- decent I, person. I can't I can't believe that he act. I can't believe that she, he actually believes that. I, I, I think he'd have to almost in some weird way. Like he's so delusional that he thinks he's allowed to do these. Well, you things. know, maybe that's true. Maybe he's absolutely insane, and actually thinks he's uh, he's he's a, that good. Yeah. About, you know, he's that he's he's like he's basically trying to run a harem, and yeah. he it, it, like what I mean. He just thinks he's yeah. such a good thing for these women or something, or 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 that he. I can't imagine actually having low self esteem ever in your life and and trying that. Yeah. Because it, it, you feel like, a, I feel like a loser one just to have you as my wife. You know what I mean? I'm like, what the hell did I do to deserve that? Right? But now here he is stringing along 12 women in a row and and, and, and he thinks he's... Not in a wor- row, all at the same fucking That's, time. What I mean is like yeah. they're in a chain of like, like you call this person to talk to me and mm. you do all this shit. He's... Yeah, it's yeah, insane. it's like when, when you know, like when some of his early girlfriends would try to leave, he would actually get his other girlfriends to gang up. Right, on the him. early girlfriend didn't take any shit. The, the first one was like uh, he was. Well, she her. did for a while, but she was able to get out. But then he fair gamed her, you know. Right, they had some argument over laundry or something. Oh yeah. I just bumped the uh, mic. I hope it didn't make a big noise. Well, in the recording, we'll we'll find out. Yeah, but. But yeah. But yeah, he they had an argument over laundry, which I was amazed to hear where he was doing his own laundry at that point in his life. Because the way he is, you know? Yeah. But I guess he did some laundry and he washed her shirt or something. And yeah. Was it her shirt? Yeah, it was, uh, it was her shirt that she didn't want in the dryer but, but he started off. Shrink. He started off in a situation where he probably didn't have this kind of power and he was working on getting it, right? Yeah. And so he had a, he was with someone who wouldn't put up with all his shit and it was kind of well, cool yeah. to see that she's, 
changed. Well, and and, and and the argument was, is like she had asked him not to put that shirt in the dryer, and he did. And just then, out of spite or something, just to well, say, like, or he just wasn't listening because he didn't give a fuck. Right. And um. And you know, she said, "Hey, you know, I you ruined my shirt. You, you I asked you not to put that in the dryer." And he's like, "No, you didn't." And and that's where the argument started because he's it just totally it's like he nothing was ever his fault uh, ever his fault and and even here i'm going to read what he said to the judge at when he was being uh sentenced yeah he said i believe i tried my best and had good intent but i see that i have led to this place where there is so much anger and so much pain oh man <laughs> Yeah, it was 120 years. He's one of these guys that talks in circles and doesn't say anything, really. Oh, God. Yeah. But he, yeah, it just... It's like, how is there so much anger and so much pain if he's not responsible for whatever the fuck happened, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. It's like, where'd it come from? Did it just manifest on its own? Yeah, he's, he's... Ugh. He's greasy, But, yeah, let's, let's see. Yeah, he was guilty of... Uh, racketeering, sex trafficking, child porn, um, sex trafficking, consp- conspiracy. Yeah, because he forced he, labor conspiracy, the sex trafficking, wire was, fraud conspiracy. Sex trafficking includes the fact that he brought a girl from Mexico who was way underage. Yeah, and like two it, women who were underage, sex. two yes. girls. Yeah, it's insanity. Yeah, so just total. Just he's 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 trying to commit as many crimes as possible that have to do with his penis. I think. I. And, 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 well, and, it, you know, the, the reason I believe he knows it, that he's not actually insane, like he, he believes his own bullshit. You don't think the he, reason I believe I, well, that, I think he, you think he does believe or doesn't? I don't believe, I, I don't think he does. I, I don't think he believes his own bullshit about what he's teaching them. But yeah. I do think he thinks he's so good that he can get away with that stuff and he deserves to be manipulated. Well, I agree that, that I think, he I think thought, he's fully, he thought he, fully aware of what he's doing on the background. Oh, I, I think he thought he could get away with it. But the yeah. fact is, every time somebody confronted him, he ran away. He's a coward. And if he wasn't, if he, if he, if he didn't think he was doing anything wrong, why'd he run away? Right. You know? So, and even when they, okay, you know how they caught the, caught him? Okay, because, you know, the FBI and whoever, you know, they're yeah. collecting all this data on him, right? And um, Sarah Edmondson has come out with her story in the New York Times where she's showing the brand and things are start And yes. the Me Too movement's happening because it came out right after um, I remember this Harvey about the, about Weinstein. the same time, yeah. Yeah. And, um, and shit is starting to roll downhill, right? So he takes off to Mexico. To hide out, right? He's yeah. out in Mexico. Yeah, well, he Allison had... Mack went with him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, Nick, they picked her up in, in Mexico. Um, um, <coughs> Nexium had, had had branches all over the world. They had a big branch in Mexico City, including some, uh, like, really rich... Mexican... Famous Mexicans. Mexi- Mexican, uh, like... Like uh, like uh, like Illuminati or something. No, the ex president's son. You know yeah, that type of thing. Like the the fancy like uh, Mexican uh, politician families and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so he he's hanging out there, and how they got busted. And I I heard this on a podcast. This wasn't in the book, but it's funny as hell. Nikki Nikki Klein, bless her heart, is a little dumb. Okay. 
she still is like totally about Keith. She's still in, full in. She's even the one that still they went to the protest when he went to jail, right? Yeah, when he's in jail, it's like Nikki Klein led this small group of, of DOS women that were still all about Keith, and they were dancing outside the jail to show Keith's support. Wow. Like for days on end. I, I am so like, excited though that he's in jail and he's in a men's prison and he can't like have any of the things yeah, that he yeah, was. Yeah, well, and they they moved him from New York to where New Mexico. I don't know. I, I think it's New Mexico. That big uh, the tent city thing. No, the oh. the the big white collar crime. I don't know if it's the white okay. collar. Okay, that that yeah. like a federal, federal white collar. Pi- yeah, the federal prison. Area. Um, so they can't dance anymore for him. Well, but that sucks. um, that sucks. But. Uh, Okay, so they're they're in Mexico, and I forget exactly what town they're in, but she's Nikki is like post she's like posting pictures on Instagram, and it it it's what was supposed to be it was supposed to be a recommitment ceremony where it was you know Allison Mack and Lauren Salzman and and Nikki Klein and, and probably probably his eight women I I don't know exactly who all was there, but <coughs> pardon me. <laughs> but the recommitment ceremony was supposed to be essentially a group blowjob. Yay! What? Because there was a recommitment to a marriage or something? Or to, to or well, I mean, the teeth. whole thing was that, you know... The, group blowjob. You know, How the, do you get eight women on a blowjob? Like, I have not seen that. Like, I, 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 I when I was lonely, I gotta say, <laughs> I, I explored some, uh, some, some materials online. I don't think I've ever seen eight people on one situation. Yeah. I just don't think that's doable. I think that's an unpractical. Impractical. He's a very impractical man. <laughs> that's why he failed. <laughs> I, I, oh my god, he's so evil, and I'm like, I'm always trying to make a joke about like. Oh god. Uh, I, I don't know what so, to do because you, you started telling me this stuff, and I started trying to figure out how to make a joke, like a really messed up joke, and it, it hurts yeah. my heart to, to like joke about this stuff. Yeah, it, it's evil. It, yeah, it's true evil. But but I, I did my best. I did yeah. come up with. I tried to make a joke about blowjob. But but yeah, Nikki Klein, best bless our hearts, started posting like pictures on like I don't know Facebook or in Instagram or something like that with the geo tracking on. So that oh the for fe- Mexico when yeah, the feds were looking Mexico, for him. So yeah, the feds are like, oh, we know where he is. So they call the Mexican authorities, and the Mexican authorities come in there with. You know, guns a blazing. I mean, yeah. okay, they didn't shoot anybody, but you know, yeah, but they're, fully they're armed and taking everybody down. Keith, okay, you know, Did he, like hide? They, he went and hid in a fucking closet and left Lauren Salzman out in the in the room to try and wow. stop them from coming in. And of course, they bust the door down and slam her to the ground. Oh my god! <laughs> and I'm like, and he's hiding out, nice and pretty and oh, happy. God. Wow, what a hero! Yeah, what a guy. What a no wonder the women love him. Shit. He's, he's so, what a piece of shit. He, he's he's a pussy. Yeah, he's a total pussy. Oh, God. Yeah. And then somehow he manipulated them with, like, hypnosis. Yeah. That's all he had. Like, that's... that's well, like, it, like, I mean, what what really... But it, the thing is, he looks like a dork. I've seen pictures of the guy. Oh, yeah. He's, he's just a dork-looking it, it's, guy. It's, it's, it's coercive control. Yeah. And and that's... that And coercive control is... is it's it's now illegal in a couple states in the United States. They're trying to make it a federal crime like yeah, Rico or something it, where it, you go to jail for longer if it, you do it. It's a it's illegal in the UK now, um, and they're working. I think they're working on Australia too because that's what is actually going on there is coercive control. Right there, that that yeah. uh, will get better charges on people who do sex trafficking and all yeah. these things. Uh, and I think that's probably a good law. You know. Yeah. Oh no, it it, it definitely is, and I um, mean. 
it's it's a type because it, it, it's, it's very hard to quantify because it's a type of abuse where somebody, for the most part, doesn't get hit, you know? Right, it's mental, mental it's control. It's mental abuse, it's financial abuse, it's emotional abuse, it's, it's I, all yeah. that stuff. I don't need but to look they for don't parallels, have, but, but... They don't have bruises, so it's very hard for the authorities to come up with charges... Right. To, so how do they how do they prove course of control in court though? Well, that that's is it why just they're making someone has wrong. to state it and, and and like make up make a claim and then it counts as more or well well I mean honestly I mean we we kind of covered that a little bit with the IRS thing. Yeah, I know. I, like, I was in that situation sort of. Yeah. Which wasn't as anywhere near as like crazy as the Keith Rainier thing where she didn't have like ten men or whatever. But yeah, I was being uh, held in a situation I didn't really agree with. Yeah. And I had no way out. Yeah, and uh, that's because I was mentally ill and and dealing with a bunch of shit. Yeah. Um. So I I don't necessarily want to compare her to that because no, Keith no. Rainier is severe. Yeah. And, and, and what I dealt like, with was just a little narcissism. Yeah. Um, and, compared. and and my my ex husband, you know, did it quite a some of that shit to me too. Just which is why your I money, react... controlling your friends, controlling oh, God. your situation, and gaslighting me. Yeah. Gaslighting. And, oh, what like... I used to hate was her talking behind my back to my friends and trying to spread rumors. It caused problems. Oh, I got. I remember. I, it was. I was after we split up. But you know, Keith used to want me to go hang out with the band he was hanging out with. All right. The time. And, oh, and, the and I would go. And you know, I went. I think twice. And the dudes would never talk to me, and they treated me like shit. And I'm like, and I'm like, I don't want to go hang out with him. They don't like me. I don't know why. I, I mean, I'm a likable person, but. Right. But you know, I, it's like it's not fun and for then me. And he had he been spreading rumors that. Oh you yeah, were, he was saying what an evil bitch I was and blah blah blah. You're blah, a nice queen. And all this, and and so of course they treated me like shit. And it's you know, like I, I figured that out after we split up, and I looked at him and I asked him, "Is that what you were doing?" And he just was silent, and I'm like, "Yeah, you know, that's what you in, were doing." In honor of you, I was mm. gonna build you an ice sculpture. Mm. I was gonna make a princess of you, you as a princess. Yes. And it's going to be an ice sculpture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're not me. quite a nice queen. You're a nice princess. Yeah, call me Elsa. Yeah. I'm from Frozen. Just like that. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> but he said go. she was an ice queen. He said uh, all sorts of crazy, <laughs> stupid things. And so these people were like young 20-something band yeah. guys. Yeah. They didn't think too deeply into that. They just took his word for it. Right. And so when they met up, they were treating Janelle like shit. Now, granted, I will say they did see me slap him out of a chair once. Well, that's good. You walked in and he was, yeah, he'd, he'd set you up for a date. Yes. And then he didn't show up. And yeah. he was doing the Keith Rainier thing. He was doing here. the same damn thing. That's the same tactic. It's yeah. like, make her wait so she needs me more than whatever. Yeah. Holy shit, what yeah. a piece of shit. Yeah, it, 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 it was. He used to do that kind of shit to me all the time. And this one, this time he did it in front of my dad. And my dad's like, and I, I looked at my dad, I'm like, can you watch the kids? I know where he is. Cause he was, he was literally, we were set up for a date night. Hmm. Um, we're supposed to, he was supposed to be, you were working on trying to keep the relationship together. I did date nights with Tammy too. And it was, it wasn't quite the same, but it was still like her, her show and not mine. Yeah. Well, and he was supposed (coughs) to be home at seven and we were supposed to go out to dinner and a movie and whatever. And my dad was actually over at the house visiting from New York to babysit for us so that we could go out on this date. And it got to be nine o'clock, two hours. And I'm calling him and I'm texting him and he's not answering. He didn't reply to anything. Didn't even reply. And, and I looked at my dad, I'm like, look, I know where he is. I'm like, you got this? And he's like, yeah, go get him. And so I left, and I found him, and he's sitting at the bar, just 
drinking a beer or whatever the hell he was doing. And I was like, I came up behind him and I just whapped and knocked him out of the bar stool. Huh. In front of everybody. <laughs> yes, His I band did. people and everything? Huh? His band people? That he, oh, yeah. He was yeah, trying to be a manager for a band at that time, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. Well, he was, he was, that's when he was, uh, he was trying to sponsor the band with the liquid ice stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was selling, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, it was energy drink called Yeah, electrolyte. It, it was good stuff. It was, it was basically energy vapes. No. No, I know. I say energy based because, like, you know, it's like, okay, the douchiness of the worst part of vaping plus energy drinks, and that's Keith. And then, of course, he's running, he's trying to get involved with the band with a sponsorship yeah. or some shit. Yeah. He was like the only representation representative for this energy drink in this area, right? He was at the time. Yeah. And, and, and it, it was, was, that it was kinda, actually, it was, it was tasty and it was blue. And it was like you could use it instead of Red Bull. And so when I would, when I used to be in the bar scene, this is funny, uh, used to to do the bar scene because the reason I started going to that particular bar is because he took me out there once. Yeah. And so when we split up, I'm like, you know what? I felt fairly comfortable there. I'll start going there myself and just you know meet people and whatnot. Did he show up ever? Like when you had gotten separated? Um, maybe once. I don't know. But then he maybe stopped going there. Well, well, the thing is, it's like. I, my, you know, you know what um, a Jaeger bomb is, right? Yes. Okay. Well, Jaeger bomb. Well, Jaeger bomb is, and I have Jaeger bomb cup, cups because that used to be my drink, but so, I'd make it with liquid ice instead of Red Bull. Yeah. And so I I renamed it Child Support. Child Support. Because he was still, he was selling, still it. selling that shit. Yeah. That's so funny. I'd go into the bar and I'd be like, Craig, I want a child support. Yeah. <laughs> and he made me a drink. It's a Jaeger bomb with the blue shit. What was the blue with, shit called? Liquid ice. Liquid ice. I've heard of liquid That's, ice. Yeah. Haven't I? I? Maybe. I don't know. I thought it was like a real, like, like some guy made a, an energy drink in his bathtub and this guy's selling it. It, it strikes me because he strikes me as a guy who stuff. has a lot of half-assed ideas. It was good stuff. But he did like it. Well, the, the the problem was is that, you know, I'm too stupid to know what I'm talking about in terms of business, and he never got a, an official contract with Liquid Ice to be the distributor in the area. And he was just... And the Red Bull guy caught on to the fact that he was stealing some of the Red Bull business because yeah. Liquid Ice tastes a hell of a lot better. And so Red Bull went to Liquid Ice, and the Red Bull guy distributor in the area went to liquid ice and said hey i already got all these contacts give me a contract and i'll sell it for you and totally undercut he, keith yeah because you know because he's he's a the fucking moron the liquid ice could probably never have hit ground if not for red bull and so this guy was already a red bull distributor and yeah. he would be a more desirable salesman for liquid ice and i knew that was going to happen and i told him he should have gotten a, a a contract not just a verbal thing with liquid ice because mm -hmm. that's what he had. He's like, oh, no, they wouldn't screw me over. And they, you know Did he what? get paid for that when he was working? The verbal? Uh, like while he was he, verbal, he didn't did he get, get paid? paid from liquid ice, but he got paid from the amount he sold. Oh, so like if people went and ordered it, yeah. he got paid off that commission. Yeah. And they didn't have a deal with the, the actual company. But yeah, well, he, yeah, he never got a contract with I them. bet you like if so. he was the way he was with you, he might have fucked up some of their business somehow. And so they were probably looking for a way to get rid of him anyway. Well, maybe, maybe. Like, you know what I mean? I don't like, know, but he never even if, asked. If he treats he people never, that way, he's going to treat them that way. He somehow. never even asked for a contract. Right. And and so the Red Bull guy caught on to what he was doing and was undercutting the Red Bull business because they weren't buying as much Red Bull. And so, yeah, the Red Bull guy went and got the contract for the area and Keith was shut you. out. 
Duh. I told him that you was You could have been Liquid Ice Ice Princess or Ice Queen. Yeah, something. You could you could have been the... I just realized that could have been you if you, they had a contest for the Ice Queen. Oh, plane. God. You could have been it. But, yeah, child support. That's what I used to call them. Child funny. support drink. Yeah, I had, all the, I had all the bartenders trained in there. Yeah. It's like, I want a child support. So... And just honestly, it, it half of it was just because it was funny, and half of it was because it would freak out the guys, whatever guys happened to be in the bar at the time. What the fuck is she saying? Right. <laughs> Craig, do you have a baby with her? And he's like, no. <laughs> you know. So you asked him if you get child support from the bartender. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> I think we've gone almost uh, a little while here. Let's see what time is. It's almost almost an hour. Do you think, uh, is there anything more that we want to talk about, or? Um, I, no, I'm good. I think I'm good. Because okay. I'm not, I'm not super off the walls today, and I feel as though I'm, I'm, I'm not dragging the episode down, but I'm not, I'm not as fired up as I normally am. But that's probably good, because I've been doing really well this week. Yes, yes, and, you have. And my, you know, I've had the one, uh, thing that happened this morning where I had, uh, a Mountain Dew, because our power went out and we couldn't make coffee. Yeah. So I had <laughs> oh, a Mountain, I had a Mountain Dew, and that's, that threw me off for, like, most of the morning, and then I had a sugar crash in the afternoon. <laughs> uh, but generally speaking, I've been doing really well with my head stuff. And, yeah. uh, and even you telling me the stuff about how abusive he was, because that's the stuff that tends to traumatize me, get me really pissed off, and then spinning out on, on all sorts of crap. I did pretty good. Yeah. Like, I just I just don't have the uh, the bouncing off the wall energy I normally do with this episode. But that's you know? fine. That's cool. It yeah. is what it is. And I got my up and down episodes, and I'm glad Janelle got one where where she had to she had to kind of steer. You know, not I had to, but you're good at steering, and it's better sometimes when you're directing the conversation. Okay. So we'll we'll keep this up, and you know maybe next week I'll be fired up and, and bounce off the walls again. Oh, who knows? Maybe not. <laughs> we'll see. But I've crossed kind of like a, a, a threshold or Rubicon or something with my situation. Yeah, like, you've had some real breakthroughs in the yeah, last couple of weeks. I'm doing better. Yeah, you really are. And I'm glad. Very proud of you. But uh, thinking about narcissists didn't even flip me out. Like, It's just, it, you get to the point where you're like, yeah, that's what happened. It's just that guy. It, that's how yeah. those guys are, those people. I swear they're a different spiritual species or something. Yeah, I, I do just, too. And, and and the thing is, it's like, you know, okay, yeah, there are extremes, but the, the basic personality is pretty much the same. Identical. It's like the same person in it's these different weird. bodies. Um, it's like, it's they like have, a disease of human humanity. Yeah, it's like they have no personality of their own. It's just this, they just have pure ego with no personality. Yeah, it's it's, it's it's bizarre. They're just there to be whatever the hell monster they're being, and they yeah. don't have a certain sense of self at all. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I guess we will. Then call aware. it a wrap. Yeah, let's call it a wrap. They, all right. Yeah, but they have absolutely no self-awareness, and yeah. they just do these things as if they deserve to be able to do them. But but if you're interested in this more, I highly recommend the book. But there is it called? Is, uh, Don't Call It a Cult. Don't Call It a Cult. Yes. And it's by Sarah Berman. You can get it on Amazon. That's where I got it. Excellent. And I'm sure there are other places you can get it, too. Really good book if you want some in-depth stuff on what happened in the trial and all that. Yeah. If you don't, or if you're sensitive to that type of thing, do not read it. <laughs> All right, I think we're going to have to call, uh, just cut it. Okay. All right, I love you. I love you too, babe. All right.